Welcome to the Jill on Money Coronavirus Market Update. We are recording this at 4.32 on Friday afternoon, and it's been just an awful day when it comes to news, frankly. Uh, We saw markets go down, but that's not where the real news was. March job losses. Oh my God, it was a terrible number. So On Thursday morning, we found out that weekly claims jumped by more than 6.6 million, bringing two weeks of claims, about 10 million. And now we find out that in March, 701,000 jobs lost. To put that in perspective, gang, those were job losses that were really the first half of the month. And most job losses, layoffs, and furloughs occurred in the latter part of the month. So this is very bad news. Leisure and hospitality is the lion's share of the job losses, 459,000 jobs that were lost there. But healthcare down by 61,000. That's as a lot of non-essential medical offices are closing. Retail, 46,000 jobs. It was probably good news for uh, census workers. There were 17,000 of those added. The unemployment rate went up to 4.4%. It was down at 3.5% in February. That is the largest one-month increase in the rate since 1975. And that does not tell you where the the rate is. As I said yesterday, the the rate is probably somewhere around 10, 12, maybe it's 13, 14, who knows. But it's going to be bad when we get this April number. This is the beginning, the tip of the iceberg, as one economist said to me. Now that said, Taking a deep breath. This is a health pandemic. It has become an economic and financial pandemic. And so if you and your family are suffering at all uh, and you are touched by this, we're very sorry. We are only talking about the financial stuff. So let's dive in. We're here to answer your questions. And if you've got a question, maybe it's about how to apply for one of these small business administration loans, which sounds like it got completely facocked today at the launch sort of reminded me of the Affordable Care Act launch where nobody could get through. But hopefully those get those issues get ironed out. Maybe it's your personal financial situation. Give us a holler. The email address, askjill at jillonmoney.com. It's askjill at jillonmoney.com. Danny writes that he owes the IRS taxes for 2019. And he says, I know taxes have been extended to July 15th. Should I go ahead and file my return? Well, if you owe taxes, I wouldn't do that. I would wait till the bitter end. The question is also, is the $1,200 amount taxable? No, that $1,200, not taxable. So that's good news. But if you owe money, then take your time filing. That's always a good plan of action. Jim writes that he's getting mixed messages about the private checks, $1,200 per individual, $2,400 a couple, but I was told in its advance on our 2020 income taxes, true or false? False. That's not an advance. It's definitely not. Let's see. Oh, you got me, gave me not a lot of short ones, Mark. I'm feeling good for like a Friday afternoon. I couldn't do too much. William writes, uh, I had $50,000 in the Wellington Fund at Vanguard. I woke up in the middle of the night. I checked it. It was down to 38000 I panicked. I moved it to my Vanguard Prime money market account. When should I get back in? Oh, gosh. Here we go again. I don't know. Tomorrow, probably. Because whenever you get back in, the market will keep going down. You never should have gotten out, if hopefully, unless you needed the money. So I don't know. I don't know how to time the market. 
That is why I have a whole chapter of my book that says that one of the dumb things that smart people do with their money is they actually try to time the market. So I don't know. I would try to get the money back invested as soon as I could because, you know, who knows what's going to happen next. If you can't do it all at once, then dollar cost average it back into place, okay? Linda writes that she's got a 457 plan. It had 200 grand last week. She stopped contributions due to not having any liquidity. She's 69 and she's still working full time. She makes about $94,000. I have been advised not to take social security until age 70. Absolutely. That would make sense. I have a Roth with $30,000 in it. My retirement income from social security and my pension will be about $75,000 annually. I currently own a townhouse, which still has a mortgage, um, and I want to buy a duplex. Given the current situation, not sure if any of my plans make sense. I'm not sure what the the question is. You're asking about retirement. First of all, if you're still working full-time, fantastic. Second of all, waiting to claim Social Security at 70, also fantastic. It sounds to me like you've got a lot of money coming in the door when you do retire. And if as long as that $75,000 supports your current cash flow, that's great. So now what I don't know is about the townhouse and the duplex situation. I don't know why you want to buy a duplex. I don't know if that's because you want rental property or what. Follow up with me so that I understand where you're going with this, okay? No one make any sudden moves right now. No big purchases till we start ironing out the details, okay? Roger writes, he wants to put some money in the market to get a start for their seven grandchildren to use at a later date, ages one to 13. It's in addition to the education funds we have for them. This is something we would target to them having at say age 25. We thought of a growth index fund and would like another fund. We're 66 and 65. I'm retired. My wife will retire next year. We have all of our needs covered. We can easily do this. We're thinking $5,000 per child. Any suggestions? If you agree, what would you use for the funds? Um, I mean, if you've got a growth index fund, that sounds kind of fabulous. Uh, You could put in perhaps, maybe you'd put in like an international fund as a little extra bump for them. You know, I think certainly maybe have a a growth fund, maybe a a bond index fund if you're a little scared to have 100% stocks. But I think this is this is a great idea, and it's it's a lovely it's a lovely gesture for people who want to take advantage of this and have the money to do this. I want to end this with a great quote that somebody sent to me, and I thought it was uh, pretty good for the time. You gain strength, courage, and confidence by every experience in which you really stop to look fear in the face. You are able to say to yourself, I have lived through this horror. I can take the next thing that comes along. You must do the thing you think you cannot do. That's from Eleanor Roosevelt. And that sounds like a good quote for the times. Want to thank you so much for listening. Uh, we are here seven days a week, and we would love to hear from you. Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. That is our email address. And you can always go to our website, jillonmoney.com. There you can read all the longer form stuff that we do. You can listen to past shows. You can watch TV appearances. And our resource section, we're really beefing that up with a lot of coronavirus um, links for you. So check it out. And uh, if you can't get enough of us, why not sign up for our free weekly newsletter while you're there? So remember, it's a terrible time. It is a time where we want to really reach out and be there for one another. And Mark and I are here for you. So 
uh, hands on your back, and we're here to lift you up when you need it. But of course, we're here to smack you down when you're being silly too. Okay. So thanks so much for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.